Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ahoy! 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 I've just started. Ahoy! It's like the HMS Pinafore this week, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? Yes. I was wondering what what your mode of transport was. I think think it would be a Gilbert and Sullivan two-dimensional ship. Oh, um, lovely! Yes, I think that's that's what I, that's what I'm arriving on. You know, as if in a uh, a Victorian Prosarch theatre. You know, with sort of oh, fake yes, waves. Oh yes, so you have. You know, people in moving backwards and forwards. Yes, jaunty. In a jaunty captain's hat as well. Yes, oh, yes. yes. Some, some what paper, about you, Martin? Cardboard. Oh, I've just come in this. Well, you can see the massive wedged super tanker behind us here. That's uh, oh, that oh, was yeah. my. That was my mode of transport. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What's happened there? So I'm, I'm quite glad to have a chance to get off deck. To be honest, oh, it's all getting a little bit, little bit fraught <laughs> there. Me and me and the other person who's we don't have a common language, but uh, anyway, no, my, my pilot, I suppose you might call him, or would have done. Anyway. He's no, nobody's pilot anymore, I imagine. No, but, um... no, I'm. I think I might. Uh, Follow the Joan Armour trading um, um, lead and maybe drop the pilot. Oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Oh yes, um, I've only cracked that joke about seven times in, in its in the history of of, of jokes. Anyway, I'm talking about anyway. It, speaking of the history of jokes, um, tell me, did you hear about did you hear the one about Alex Salmond and the new Scottish Nationalist Party? I mean, oh, yes, I did. This is just, uh, I can't believe this is a proper breaking story, Martin. Well, it is very exciting. He's starting a new party. I always love a new party. Um, Who's in it? Him. That seems to be pretty much it. Um, I think... uh, that's that's the head count at the moment. Um, right. You know, we we, we live in hope. I I don't imagine uh, what what I think is going on here is that Alex Salmond has thought, do you know what all these uh, all these accusations about you know various kind of misdemeanors, all this sort of falling out with yes. um, with poor old Nicholas Sturgeon. This this is all something I'd like to put behind me. Let's draw a line under that. Let's forget all about that. That's it. That's in the past. We're going to let bygones be bygones. And I'm going to start a new political party and destroy her. <laughs> yes, that's right. Draw a line under it. And I'm then going to hole her under the water. He's going to be a sort of, I suppose he's going to be a sort of Farage, isn't he? A stalking Farage. He is, yes, yes. A he's going to be the stalking a... horse. I mean, he is named after the, I think, the Celtic name for Scotland. Did you know Yes, that? I thought I'd... I wasn't... It was either that, it was either that or it was... Him and his wife Barbara, just Al- Al- Alex and Barbara. They've got it Alba, because the pair of them, you know, that's how how retired couples do. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to pick a fight with Alex Salmond. I, I just, no. I just don't no. fancy that. But Alba, yes. um, Alba. I think, I think what if we've learned some, if we've learned anything, it's that people have really run out of names for political parties. Yes. I think that's what we post Fox in this post Fox world. All the good names for political parties. Have right, come up. Interestingly, back in the, I was always convinced that Albar. I, I always liked the idea of Albar being the plural of album. Yes, you can buy the you can buy the seven inch single. 
You could buy the 12-inch single, or you could buy one of our Albach. Albach. You could buy one of our Albach. Oh, I nearly, nice. got my, nearly got both my far broken for that nonsense. That's Where do you stand on the uh, Scottish nationalist <laughs> debate? Another... Let me guess. Let me I guess. Stand, no, 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 no. Let me guess. Go on. You're not in favour of independence for Scotland. I'm going to guess that. Is, well, that, is that the case? It's it's very interesting. I, 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 as you know, I always take an artisanal approach to a great many things. Um, I quite like the idea of, of, um, let me think, the sort of the distillation of a, of the smaller unit. Um, you know, in our Mange Tool production, for example, we've we've broken away from the great corporate world of mass mass Mange Tool, where everything is just a great. It's a machine of just unthinking, grinding out of mange tool. Instead yeah. of which, we've moved into a more organic, you know, where we, we pluck and we care for our plants very, 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 very personally. And um, the mange tool we deliver, I think, are much sweeter as a result. So, so what, I you're do in have, favour I, of I, Scott? You're in favour of independence? I have Scotland. sympathies <laughs> with, with, with people who have... Uh, yes. Who, who wish to break away from 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 larger things that are blander and more, you know, things that are done more in a more corporate by the book template. I like the idea of things actually having a beating heart of their own. Um, but in the case of Scotland, so you've been basically you've been you've been disrupting the Monge two industry. Well, we have, and I sort of, so I have um, sympathies with that. I do have sympathy. I do think. Yeah. I think it. The things that really worry me are where Scotland's. Obviously, Scotland's economy, I mean, it would, it, it would be so far up the creek if it, uh, if it weren't part of sterling, if it weren't backed by, by the Bank of England. That worries me. What, is, what worries me is who might come in to help them. That's what worries me. That's what worries what, me. You think it would be the European Union? No, no. Is that what you mean? No, I don't think it'd be the European Union. No, I fear it'd be further afield. I fear, you know, a, a country that shares a land border with uh, with uh, with England. I mean, who? Or Wales. You know, no, I think no. Scotland. If if Scotland needed propping up, and uh, you know, suddenly, oh, oh, oh suddenly there's Xi Jinping oh, strutting yeah, yeah. around Edinburgh. You know, I mean, that those are, I mean, that's a bit far fetched. But no, I can see. I can see. I can see Putin striding out of a lock, or Putin wearing that's a pair what, of exactly. um, wearing functional white fronts. Hideous, uh, you know, with a salmon. Literally wearing a, the Putin tartan. I've I've seen yeah, that. The Putin tartan. Putin tartan, sort of blood red. With, just a with, couple of steps away. Oh, I no, don't want doesn't... Scotland to have independence just because I really love Scotland, and I don't, and I, and I yes, fear I, that's I didn't I get fear to that. I didn't for the get blandness that. of our union without without Scotland. I mean, the, the cultural contribution of Scotland is just, I mean, it's phenomenal in everything, in, in the arts, in the it's sciences, the in mathematics. It's just, yes. I mean, it's, it's just staggering, the, 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 the brilliance that has come out of that country. I think you're right, and Edinburgh stands mm. proud, full of ghosts. Oh, my goodness, it's the most exciting capital city, I think, in the world. I say that, and I've been to others. I've been to other cultural capitals, not strictly capitals, but Florence, Florence, Schmorance. Florence, Schmorance. You get yourself to Edinburgh. Now there, 
That. Prague Schmarg. Oh, yes. Even Schmarg. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, Vienna Schmierna. But, oh, Scotland. Buda- Budapest. I can... I can Budapest. Yes, yes, exactly. Valletta Schmalette. I'm just feeling now, though. Even now, I feel the energy. I feel the... I can smell the... The 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 the, 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 the air coming from the breweries. Yeah, I can. Right, yeah. Oh, I'm looking now across towards across towards the mound and look up to the castle. Oh, I'm looking up there. Oh, behind me there's the Scott Monument. To my right, to my left, Prince's Street Gardens. All the new town laid out like a modern Paris behind me, and there. Oh, the eight, nine-storey tenements up by the Royal Mile, teetering up, peering up into that exciting sky. Oh, Edinburgh. Oh, Edinburgh. Madrid. Madrid. Glasgow, though, you can keep, for for my money. Oh, they can fuck off. Horrendous place. But yes. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, I can't be doing with any of that. Glasgow. Oh, dear. But old Ricky. Old Ricky. Oh. Oh, From Carlton Hill to the three spires of St Mary's Cathedral, St Giles is on the mound, and down to the grass market. Oh, oh dear, oh dear, George the Fourth Bridge. Sorry, there we go, sorry. I do love it, though. I really do, viscerally. You've first into the fourth there. Martin, what um, cultural dog is... Is nodding on your dashboard. Gnawing at my bone. See, no, actually gnawing at your well, bone. Well, oh, nodding yes, on my like dashboard. I was thinking of those. Yes, I, I like those, that. Those little dogs people used to have on their dashboard that used to nod um, as they <sighs> as they drove around. Do you just blow your nose? I did. I was noticing that every time I breathed in, I'm well, you know, I was those little little crinkle crankle coming from my my schnoz. I thought that wasn't going to please the listener. I wish I could do a tidy so blow like that. Mine always, mine always sounds like some. Some part of my intestines come out of my nostril. Um, oh, that'd be satisfying. It would be satisfying. Funny way, I'd enjoy yeah, I mean, that. I'd blow my nose a lot more often if that were possible. Um, but oh, I was yes. wondering, Martin, yes, if you'd seen yes, yes. a little uh, gem of a story that I that I picked up. I know we do love to discuss public art um, oh, in, in, yeah. these little, oh, uh, in these little art. meetings. But yes. um, there is a rather brilliant story. Did you see this story about Anthony Gormley, the... Um, the Scot. Oh, is this on the Suffolk yes, coast? Yes, it's rather it coast? wonderful. So very, uh, near Alborough, I believe. It may even be in yes, Stretch yes. Beach in Alborough. There's a local artist, Carol Wiseman, and she's got, um, I believe she runs a sort of artistic retreat or something. You know, she runs these kind yes. of little uh, functions at her house. Oh, the great wide Suffolk coastline. I imagine artists, yes, which well, I aspiring imagine artists would come from all over. Or to hear the geese and walk amongst the reeds. So I believe there's a um, there's a building there. So I think it's called the Southern Lookout Tower, where she holds um, happenings, rather like um, Daisy and her pre-Raphaelites. Yes, rather, rather like one of those. She holds all the happenings for artists up in this tower, the Southern Lookout Tower, and to sort of um, inspire them, I think um, she did, she decided to install for on the beach. This is the public beach. Four sculptures by um, Anthony Gormley. Now, I don't know how she came by these sculptures. They weren't always on the beach. I think at various stages they were in, you know, a friend of hers garden and, you know, uh, presumably in her garage or something. But anyway, at some point she decided that she would drag them out and create some public art, drag these four sculptures 
out onto the beach, uh, which she claimed were titled Quartet Sleeping. Um, and it was these sort of sort of four cast iron artworks. She had no permission to do this. She just basically created her own piece of public art on the beach at Oldborough. And uh, Anthony Gormley essentially grasped her up. He came along and said, uh, and said, actually, no, this isn't a work called Quartet Sleeping. These are... These are four metal bollards that I created for a sculpture I made in Peckham in 1994. Um, wow. They were just sort of designed to keep people off the sculpture that I made. Well, they were just sort of um, they were surplus. So not really recall. works of art at all. And of course, she got in a terrible uh, pickle with oh. the council. She's had to sort of apply for retrospective planning oh. permission to put these oh. pieces of art. And everyone, um, certainly as many locals as has managed to, de- to detect a planning application that opposed it. And now they're going to yes. have to be removed. But I think it's a wonderful... Um, it's a wonderful... First of all, I think it's wonderful that people are so enthusiastic about art as to, as to want to publicly install it. Yes. But there's something yes. very... Uh, uh, there's something very problematic about people foisting their artistic taste upon everyone else. I mean, this is just the sort of upmarket version of of someone, you know, someone in a Range Rover with the windows down, blasting out, um, you know, some drum and bass artist you're not particularly fond of. I mean, it, it it's basically just the it's the middle class version of that, isn't it? Is getting four Anthony. Gormley bollards and whacking them on the beach. Well, they're from the foundry of Gormley, but they're literally just bollards they made. Just, and she's, she's decided they're called Quartet Sleeping. Yes. But, but they did have names, though, didn't they? Yes, his names are slightly different. I think his one's called, um, well, I know one's called Penis. I think one was called... That's right. Peg. Peg there's one yeah. called Peg and there's one called Penis. And Snowman. There's another one called... There's one called Snowman. Snowman. And these are just... These I'm are imagining... She, I imagine just, yeah. she said, "Oh, can I buy? Can I have those?" Or, or someone, something, someone said that. And they said, "I'll tell you what. If you if you take them away, they're, they're yours. You have to pay for them. You can have them." Yeah. It's, one of the things that is quite funny is they have been. I mean, they are bollards. You know, they're meant to stand upright in in the, yes, in the ground. But she, hence she's penis peg, etc. Yeah, et yeah, exactly. Snowman. That was another, wasn't it? Yes, Snowman. exactly. So, I mean, they can't, and you can't do that on a beach. So I think she sort of laid them all flat. And this is something else. Apparently, one of the things the locals complained about is they just looked like a collection of sex toys. Now, I don't know what, I don't know what sex yes. toys they're using in Suffolk. But, Suffolk. Um, I mean, they're, they're, probably, they're probably like something that comes from Goop. Yes, they you do. Know, they look very Paltrow's. much like that. Yes. Snowman in particular looks like you wouldn't want to get, you know, you wouldn't want to get in a tangle with him. Oh, um, no, I should think, I should think not. No, think no, no walking on the air with that, I would have thought. Um, I'm another thing I'd like to lay before you because I'm longing to hear your input on this. I don't know if you caught up with Adam Levine of uh, you remember Adam? Uh, we've you and I have interviewed him many, 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 many. Oh many, yeah, what um, from uh, Maroon Five? five. Yes. yes, yeah. He was uh, he was Maroon caught five. up in all kinds of skullduggery. He's got moves um, like Jagger. Yes. Yes, hasn't exactly. Yes. That's I've always thought he did, and it turns out yes, he he does. He does. Um. He had been saying that the that whither whither the band a sort of question I've be, I've been asking you for years whither the band now whither the band the band whither the band um he was saying that basically that where have all the bands gone 
Where have they gone? That's a very good point, isn't it? They are sort of a little bit of a little bit of a dying breed. I mean, how far back yes. do we have to go before? I mean, I'm sort of I'm thinking Kings of Leon sort of time. That felt yes. like a time of time a, of a time of plenty. Bands, didn't it? Yes, um, Kings of Leon. There was a sort of wave. I mean, we've covered in the past how you know how the, the music, how culture took a sort of retrospective turn. Um, in the sort of mid-80s and stopped thrusting forwards and instead went back to sort of lick its wounds from previous generations. You know, and I think there has been, even the indie, the indie band movement, you know, the great awakening of Britpop in 1996 um, and then the sort of the jangly band thing, the Arctic Monkeys, Kings of Leon. Well, there was a sort of second wave of it, wasn't there? In the, in wasn't the, there, in the yes. middle of the, the noughties, yes. Even so, was... it it had its hungry, <laughs> sucking roots Based in the 60s, didn't it? Really? Yeah. I mean, there was a, you know, a lot of this, the singer-songwriter um, the, the thing had kind of, it grew out of Dylan and it grew out of, I don't know, Simon and Garfunkel and, and Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these were the archetypes, really, weren't they? That they were, they were sort of gorging on. But, you know, we've then had, we've had a sort of recent, there have been bands, you know, as, um, Kasabian, Arcade Fire, I suppose, um, the 1975. But it's it's funny because I don't I don't really I, I know Maroon Five are a band and they and they they've had some phenomenal you know some phenomenal success. Huge success. They don't yes. they don't have the um, culture of a band though. I mean, in the sense that one of the things we enjoy about bands is the interplay between the personalities, isn't it? It's what we, you know the sort of um, we like there to be... Um, There's a story. There's yes, a, we like there story a story. There. We like there to be a story. Yes, part of the creativity is the, is, the, um, is the irreducibility of the number of instruments in exactly. the band. It's, it's the, yes. the part of the well of creativity is from the limitations of those particular instruments, and every song has to involve those, which is why there's nothing more irritating than a band like UB40, where there's about... Literally, oh, exactly. Or literally seventeen people, people on, on stage. stage. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Or who else? Yes. Yeah, you yeah. think? Well, hang on. It's it's an exciting. Bez. Thing. It's sort of, That's what was so nice annoying be... about Bez in Happy yes. Mondays. You're thinking about well, exactly. What's he doing? What? What? Does, well, what does... exactly. Just literally got the pills. <laughs> the um. Yes, exactly. If you're if you're basically watching the you know the Huddersfield Choral Society on stage, it's not as exciting yeah. viscerally. But when you're watching. A tight group, four people on stage, four people on stage who have this wonderful camaraderie. There's a chemistry there. You can see it almost crackling and fizzing between the four of them. They catch each other's eyes and go, woo! You're in the cavern, obviously, at this stage. But just though between the four of them, the economy, each of them, if 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 that left-handed fellow with the violin-shaped guitar suddenly stopped going, you've you've lost the bass. That's it. The bass has gone. The songs fall apart. And if the goofy one at the back stopped with his drums, it stops. You, every single one of them is providing something that is absolutely vital to the life of that song. And when they all lean in together, a woo. And you've got this wonderful three, sometimes even four-part harmony. Literally, there's a part of me that wants to froth into the frith. Sorry, froth into the fourth. It's you know what I mean. It's just oh, it's it's one of those. It's sublime. It's isn't one it? of the things that just it just makes every fibre of your being. You fall in love with these people because they're so bloody brilliant, and you love the fact that they all get on. 
There's a story there. They, they loon about and the minute they get off stage and maybe loosen their, their ties and kick back and have a lager or something, then they're hefting all their kit into the van and then they're driving off to Scunthorpe or something. And then they're having a massive argument and splitting up as well. That's, a, that's an, another important part of the arc, isn't it? It's an important part of the Well, narrative. that's true. That does happen. So, I mean, what's caused this? What's caused this? Do you, do you think there are? It is mostly solo artists now, right? And what? It, what is? You're what right. is the reason? What is the reason for that? I mean, I suppose this is leading me towards the the garage band or garage band, as I imagine you probably meant to call it, are where I suppose you can you can craft. Music in your bedroom, you know. Make it on your you phone, can, can't you? Just on your. You could do it on your phone, phone and yeah, you yeah. know you've made something that is that is wonderful and is an artistic expression of the self. But where's the yeast? Where's the yeast of friendship and the sort of where is the raggle taggle? Where is that conflict? Where is one? You know, Noel saying no, but sing this, and Liam going no, I'm not fucking singing that. No, I'm going to sing that. I'll play whatever you want me to play. Just just, just tell, tell me what you want me to play, no, and it's I'll just play me, it. Though, yes. Yeah, play whatever oh you know and the sparks that fly from that flint meeting that whatever it was steel and um yeah you know what i'm saying you know i don't have to i, don't I do, to I do. yes in, it's uh, forged in the heat of relationship yes forged in the yes heat of technology has killed the band I, I suppose one of the things you could say in favor of solo artists they do seem it does seem to be easier for female solo artists to break through than it is for female bands to break That's through. I true. mean, it's, you, you are, I mean, I mean, I can think of Heim. I mean, in yes. recent years, I'm trying to think of what any else? other um, female I mean, little mix. Can we, but there's a, there's a, there's a more, I, I, I haven't, I haven't got my statistics, but I imagine there's a, a more even spread of male and female solo artists. I'm sure that's and right. non, non, and non-binary artists. You see, where would the non, I suppose, non-binary artists, where would they have fitted into the, the, I was, I'm going to argue against myself. I'd say, where would they have fitted into the band model? But then of course you have, you know, Alexa, Freddie Mercury, um, well, I, know, I mean, got Sam Smith. But I, but I just think it's yeah. probably it's probably easier for a, a, a more diverse range of artists to make it through um, as solo artists. Yes, because the story is very much about them. Um, yes, and, so I think uh, it's a, you're marketing a different the, principle. Know, I think narrative. is the thing. I think that is it. The narrative is a very different one. I think for the solo artist, you're completely right. Um, because I think what you buy into, I think I think there's a there's a different allure to to the all male band though. It's a slightly different chemistry that you're peddling. The narrative is different, and it comes. It's very. It is a primal thing, but the I don't know what it is. It's that thing about the bonding, the bonding between the all male lineup, and it's just an it's just a thing. I don't know, and it doesn't necessarily even have to be musical. It could be, as I say, it could be a it could be a squadron. It could be it could be an air force. Squadron, it could be a... Or just three men in the front of a van. That's, what was, that's the most it common be, iteration oh, of it. Look. Oh, look. Yes, exactly. But it, it, as long as they're self-sufficient. One's got the toolbox. One's got the HND in plumbing. One's got the van. One's got the van. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There was some, so I think someone's written a book. This is interesting, breaking news. Someone's written a book about Bob Dylan. What? Yes, I know. I know. What? At long You're last, kidding. I've been waiting for oh a book about Bob Dylan. Goodness. For, for nearly I've been half wanting my life. to know, um, yes, I've been, I've been wanting to know for a long time the inside leg of the uh, corduroy that Bob Dylan wore at the Hawks concert in 1965. Um, the rock biography, Martin. Just, 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 yes. just. Just talk me through that. We've had, um, of course, Bob Dylan's written his own, um, has written an autobiography, um, which has the uh, dubious distinction of being the only autobiography you can read that leaves you knowing less about the person that wrote it than when you started. Um, yes. I think that's very much Bob yes. Dylan's way, isn't it? He doesn't, he, he doesn't really... Um, here's a very interesting thing about, uh, uh, about Bob Dylan. He's, he's, he's quite a sort of secretive character is that fair he's sort of yes he, i think that's absolutely you know, that. you know it, it's quite um, hard to work out i mean you know he's singing about something but it's quite hard to work out exactly what you you feel it's somehow well, important and portentous you know put put yes portentous portent, portentous portentous that's also another of our whippets but yes <laughs> portentous Portentar, when, when there are two of them together <laughs> you, you feel it sort of you feel like it's what well, he's won the nobel prize for Poetry, as you know, I mean, you feel there's something well, of yes. note about it, but you're not quite sure what. Um, yes, and and I think that fuels this sort of intense desire to sort of pin everything down no more. on behalf of yes. his biographers. So we get sort of tome after tome, and the only option really is to go into more and more detail, isn't there? Each time, um, well, indeed. And where is the truth of? Dylan, where is the truth? Because there are undoubtedly there are sections of his of his development, his early life, that I think are incontrovertibly true. The, the Zimmerman, um, uh, Robert Zimmerman era, but then of course he was the voice of the of 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 a generation that discovered not just not just drugs, but also. Um, hallucinogenic drugs as well and you know the quite a lot of what I, he was the, he was the one who introduced the beatles to to marijuana of course and so much of his of his early professional life his early public life i suspect was was rounded with a sleep as it were you know seen through the this weird prism of 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 quite mind altering substances and so therefore what therefore is the real what is the what is the ground zero of 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 Dylan? I had a very I had a, 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 an incredible story actually to do with Bob Dylan. I don't know if I've ever told you this this um, story. I don't well, even I know. I'd like to hear it, even if even if you have. I don't even, even know if, if it's true. I can't think there's ground we haven't. A covered. friend of mine yeah. um, who uh, worked on the South Bank show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> friend of mine who worked on the South Bank show. Uh, you know, around about the time that you and I were sort of starting out, sort of, you know, we were just cutting our teeth yes, as journalists. I remember your friend Roger. My friend Roger, who worked at the, Roger, South, Bank the show, South Bank show, was given the job yes. of booking 
Albert Grossman, uh, uh, who was at one time, well, in Dylan's heyday, in fact, Dylan's manager, was given the task of sort of right, booking yes. him uh, to, to come and do a gig on the Southbank show. Now, Gro- Albert Grossman wow. was a notoriously difficult man, and the negotiations yes. for this appearance yes. were legion. There yes. were all kinds of qualifications oh. that were put on the appearance. Oh. This had to be this yes. certain type of hotel. There had to be exactly. this type of food yeah. available. The fee had to be this. He had to travel with uh, yes. uh, no LSD in the wine. And one of his, no LSD in the wine. One of his final stipulations was that he had to fly on Concord. And on my friend Concord. Roger, by this time... Yes. Having started out being sort of half-worshipping Albert Grossman, by this time sort of yes. detested him. Thought he was a right pain in the ass. Roger goes along to Heathrow to meet the plane and Grossman doesn't come through. Um, he's waiting there at uh, a passenger arrivals. Grossman doesn't appear um, and he's a big unit, Grossman. You wouldn't miss him. And eventually a rather sort of sheepish... Yes. Um, a rather sort of sheepish uh, lackey sort of comes through, scours the... Uh, Scales the crowd, spots Roger with his little card with Albert Grossman written on it, and sort of comes over and says, um, I've got some terrible news for you. Um, Mr. Grossman's died on the flight. <gasps> and and Roger oh, said, what? What? And he said, I'm, I'm afraid Albert, you, you're here to meet Albert Grossman. Albert Grossman has died, had a heart attack. On the flight? On, on Concord, <laughs> yeah. So, um, wow. and he says, what do you... What what do you want me to do with what do you want what should we do with his his body? We say, well, hang uh, up, hold him there. I'll just get I'll just get the the production crew around. We could film this, go in the show. <laughs> I get Melvin to interview him. We'll have a you know yeah. this could be TV gold. Oh, um, anyway, so so it, it doesn't know what to do. You know, Roger doesn't know what to do. Um, they they say apparently if you die on a plane, you don't then go on into that. You're sort of held in a kind of limbo. Yes, you know, airside. Anyway, your body's Albert Grossman's body is then sort of kept at Heathrow. Roger makes a few calls, calls everybody he can think of in New York. Every, you know, Grossman has no friends and no relatives. Um, so, so, so he's do you know kind what of Roger he's did? sort of he's some kind of almost trustee of the of the body. Yeah, Habeas so he's got Corpus. Grossman's he's got body. The... Do you know what he? Do you know what he did? What he had him cremated and posted him back to his address. <laughs> Wow. So he's presumably sitting on a doormat somewhere even now, yeah. in ash form. <gasps> yeah, sort of, you know, yeah. Oh, there's, there's a, if in Dylan sort ever of, uh, runs Greenwich out of village ideas. somewhere. Yeah, yeah Greenwich there's Village. There's, there's an idea of... in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway. That's, that's, an, that's an engrossing story. I suppose it is, but it's a, it's a little bit of a, you know, it's a little bit of a warning. It's, you know, you know don't, don't yes, fall out don't, with everyone in your life. Don't fall out with everyone um, in life. And also, don't yeah. have too many of the canapes, because they've got, yeah. you know... That foie gras is not going to agree with everyone, is it? Good heavens had, above! We, I feel we should. I should, I should. I should just update you, really, with my um, with my own sort of. Week. I'm an I'm, a, I'm an influencer now, as you know. And just yes, just before we yes. go, I mean, I think time is ticking, isn't it? We need yes. to. Uh, I need the chorus to cover me while I, while I HMS Pinafore off the stage. But I just I just a little bit miffed, really, about something that happened this week. Oh, tell me. You know, I'm an influencer. Yes, I'm an influencer, influencer now, yes. and I've got I've actually got 63 followers on, oh, my, um, on my site. So. You know, uh, it's wide open to be monetized. I got this thing in my DMs. Yes. Um, somebody sent me this thing. Said, "Are you interested in golf?" I said, "Yeah, I am." Yeah, I mean, I'm not that interested in golf. I don't mind wearing. I don't mind the look. You know, oh, you know nice. Your... Maybe not the shoes, but you know, yes, a sort of. I don't shoes. mind a bit, a bit of Pringle. I don't mind a sort of. Um, yes, you look good in a in a pastel. In a pastel, I don't mind it. Anyway, so we'll send you some. Anyway, so sure enough, a couple of days later, these 
these you know golf clothes arrive and i sort of i sort of dm back and i do a little thing on the site you know i do a little you know i do a little candid as it's called you know just with my with my golf oh, stuff yes, on and we get yes. another dm and said we might have another opportunity for you if you want to come down to uh you know meet me at such and such a place it was outside the old top shop at sort of piccadilly yeah i go down there and um and the guy says uh you know look we're really interested in your in your um so I think we might have another opportunity for you. Um, he said, if you could just hold this for a minute. And he just, I wasn't really thinking, he just passed me this. Don't um, tell me it was, a, don't say it was an Anthony Gormley piece. No, it wasn't no. Anthony Gormley's. No, it wasn't a sculpt. No, it wasn't left a, holding a, a penis. It was just a stick. You know, it's was, it was just a stick. And I was holding this, right. this stick. Anyway, he's been gone an hour. And I look up at this stick. It says golf sale on it. Oh. Uh, and I'm sort, of, I'm sort of standing there waiting at, um, waiting at Piccadilly. I, I, I was there all day. Martin, you know, well, you couldn't, he, he well oh, massive golf sale. You must. Yes, have it said massive oh. golf sale on this on this sign. And I was waiting there all day. You know, I'm thinking I'm there for a sort of, you know, I don't know, what are we going to do? We're going to do a bit of filming oh, or whatever. No. Anyway, he comes back, uh, brazen as you like, comes at the end of the day to get the stick off me. Yes. Um, he gives me 15 quid. He says, I'll see you tomorrow. I said, so you've got me, you know, you've got me wrong. I don't know what... You don't know what you think yes. I'm doing on my on, on my, my uh, social media. Thing. Yes, but let, you were probably reaching more people with your sign though than you were through. For now, for now, obviously that's going to change. Those sixty-three by next week could be sixty-five. You know, and then by sixty-five, then becomes sixty-seven. You know, and then that's you know it grows. It grows exponentially. Not quite exponentially, but it grows. Then sixty-seven this week. Next week could be. 68, 68. Or possibly still 67, 67 but then but the next week clicks up to 68. Yes. Great oaks from tiny acorns very, very, very slowly do grow. That's the, that's the thing I'm going to send you away with as you climb back into... Um, uh, is a pirate so I'm climb king. back into my two-dimensional ship. I'm going to pop my head out of this little porthole. Yeah, oh, he is the captain of the pin, not four, and the jolly good captain too. Is very, very good, oh, and it's easily misunderstood that he commands a right good crew. There we go. Oh, and there are the cardboard waves. Flishty flash. Flishty there flash. we go. Off oh, I go. Off you go. Anyway, uh, let's let's meet up um, in the in yes, the in the none too indeed. distant. And, uh, but for now, Martin, it's Dahoy. But for now, Dahoy. 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 Dear Craig. You've been listening to Time Ghost. Time Ghost was created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. It was produced by Andy Goddard and Diggory Waite, and the exec producer was Claire Broughton. Time Ghost is a hat-trick podcast. You can now follow Time Ghost on Instagram. Just search at Time Ghost Pod. <laughs>